As the shop was closing and false night was falling, Senebel opened the door with the jaunty clanging of the bells overhead and peeked inside. She was dressed in a bright blue cape, a red tunic, and leggings. Her hair had been freshly washed and plaited, coiled into a crown. Hanging prominently around her neck was a necklace of glass beads with a focal stone of pale green agate carved into a turtle. It wasn't expensive, but it had been crafted and sold in the shop. Over her arm, she carried a covered basket that smelled of cinnamon, yeast, and honey. Senebel had clearly left the library hours earlier and gone home to get ready. Taken together, it was a public affirmation of me. A lump rose in my throat at the extra time and care that had gone into planning for what had been, to me, a nearly insignificant visit. I felt dowdy and callous and ill-prepared. All I had done was make tea on the shop's gas log heater, though I had gotten out the good china and the silver spoons Audric had deadmined from his claim, and some starched and ironed linen napkins. Behind Sanibel came Polly, the elder's wife, equally stylish and well-dressed, wearing full skirts and a thorns gems necklace. My mouth fell open. Senebel seemed delighted at my surprise. I hope you don't mind, she said. I brought another. The display window beside her shattered. Instinctively, I covered my face, ducking as glass shot in. An explosion sounded outside. Screams echoed, full of terror. Through the open door and empty window, the warning sounded. Spawn. Devil spawn. Two arms. With an expression of disbelief, Sanibel touched her face. Blood trickled on one cheek, and she stared at her hand in confusion. Polly fell, bumping the librarian to the side. A spawn gripped her waist, its teeth buried beneath her breast. Mage fast, I grabbed Senebel and spun her inside, out of the way. As she was falling to the floor of the shop, cape swirling wide, I pulled the tanto from my right sleeve and raised it over Polly. With three fast cuts, I severed the spawn's head from its body. For an instant, its eyes rolled up and looked at me. In a death spasm, its teeth clamped down tight. Belatedly, Polly screamed. I pushed her inside and grabbed the walking stick from the umbrella stand at the door. The stench of sulfur filled the shop. A massive dose of battle lust thumped through my blood. Mage sight flicked on and my flesh burned bright. I reached for my amulets, but saw Spawn attack a man in the street, his body a silhouette on the snow. First, I had to get outside. Audric, I shouted, whipping the blade from the walking stick sheath. I slammed and locked the door to the shop and whirled to the broken window. Four Spawn, their naked, mole-like bodies, mottled shades of red and gray from dove to charcoal, were crawling inside. Three-fingered hands ripping out broken glass to make the hole bigger. Spawn blood coated the sharp edges, black in the evening light. Rows of razor teeth snapped, their reddish bodies writhing. I dropped the sheath and beheaded two, slicing the arms from another. A dozen more shoved the dead from the window and wriggled in. At the top of the stairs, I heard Audric's battle cry, Raziel. 
by blood and fire. The window of the door cracked and shattered. Spawn crawled through the new opening. Claws scrabbed on the porch above the door, on my porch. Behind me, Polly's screams had subsided to a panic litany. Get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off! A fleeting look showed her peeling at the Spawn's head, their blood mingling in a gory rush. J.C. and Senebel were bent over her. Sienna peeked around the opening beneath the stairs. She had been researching online. I sliced and cut, taking down half as many as I needed to protect them. Sienna, bring me the marble sphere from beside my bed. In a flash, she raced around the corner and up the stairs. Her seraph amulet was blazing at the presence of the spawn. Dodging her, Audric and Rupert ran from the stairwell, swords drawn, and scythed into the pack rushing in. A horde converged on the broken windows. Time dilated and stretched, my blade spinning in apparent slow motion. A smell like rotting roses and stagnant water blew in, for a single breath overriding the spawn stench of sulfur and brimstone. Outside, a man fell to one knee in the street, stabbing a spawn with a long, bladed knife. Another spawn rushed from behind, sinking its teeth in his neck. From the side, a second blade dropped, cleaving through the top of the beast's head to its spine. It fell, shuddering like an insect. A second twisting sword thrust decapitated it. Eli stood over the injured man, pouring fluid over him from a clear bottle. I had a second to wonder what he was doing, and then Spawn were inside.